Welcome to Beauty Island, the award-nominated beauty podcast that celebrates life and lipstick. I am your host, beauty journalist Brittany Stewart, and I am very excited to present the first of a special mini-series of Beauty Island called Beauty Isolation. Normally, I ask my guests about the eight beauty products that have a special memory or meaning for them, the ones they take to a desert island or beauty island that I am sending them off to. In Beauty Isolation, Instead, they pick the eight products that have played a significant role in quarantine, the ones they're using, ditching, or maybe even rediscovering in isolation. We'll explore how their relationship to beauty has changed during this time, as well as conversations around self-care, how they're going, and what they're most looking forward to when things get a little bit closer back to normal. So for the next few weeks, there'll be two Beauty Isolation episodes a week, dropping in your feed with a range of guests, including many from some of my favourite other podcasts. To kick us off, my very first guest is content creator and skin educator Hannah English, who uses her science background to provide an important and unique take on beauty, which has earned her over 30,000 Instagram followers. We talked about why you still need to be wearing SPF in isolation and how to take it off too why self-care can be a lot simpler than a fancy gold leaf face mask, and why now is the perfect time to be introducing skincare ingredients like retinol into your regime, and Hannah shares her beginner's guide. As always, the links to all the products Hannah talks about in this episode are in the show notes. If you enjoy this podcast, please subscribe, rate and review, and of course share with a friend who you think might also like it. If you're after more beauty, you can sign up to my beauty newsletter called It's a Beauty. And I'd love to hear your isolation picks and your beauty isolation favourites and what you're loving and what you're not using. So come and chat on Instagram over at Beauty Island Podcast. Now over to Hannah. Enjoy. Hannah, welcome to the Beauty Isolation edition of Beauty Island. I'm very excited to have you on. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here as well and to talk to another human. Yep, (laughs) that's not my partner. (laughs) I am exactly the same, don't worry. So I suppose a good place to start is, and I know this question just takes on a whole new meaning in these times, but how are you going today? We'll narrow it down to today. How are you feeling today? I am a little nervous about um, like how I sound just talking, I guess, because um, we haven't been socialising as much as we normally are. So I'm worried that like I come across a little bit uh, unhinged. But um, apart from that, I'm well. Sun's shining. Can't complain. It's the weekend. So yeah. How are you? I am good, thank you. I am the same. I feel like the weather definitely always impacts my mood. I'm just looking out the window. And there are blue skies, so I think I'll go for a walk later and make the most of it, I think. Yeah, I I will aim to. I don't know if I will, but uh, let's just say I will. We will start with the first product on your list, which is a really important one, which is what you consider your non-negotiable in your quarantine routine. And I love that knowing you, this is your non-negotiable, whatever the situation anyway. But yeah. it is sunscreen for you. So tell me the one that you're loving and why it is something that people still need to be wearing. Well, I guess... 
for me, you know, I grew up in Australia. Um, we went to the beach here and there. Our parents tried to make us wear rashies, but, uh, you know, kids don't like to wear things that don't look cool. Um, so I've been wearing sunscreen every day just because I guess it's a good opportunity to, like, prevent any further damage. And um, the UVA um, can come through windows. I mean, that's how come our house is light right when you don't have a light on um that's because of the sun so yeah I feel like um just just getting the sunscreen on so I don't get out of the habit as well it helps you like it helps your skin to heal because it's not being like uh radiated all day I guess so um yeah trying to have my best isolation skin I can and you've put the ultraviolet supreme screen as the one that you're using a lot at the moment what is it about this one that you enjoy so much Right, yeah. Um, I love it because it's kind of a moisturizer texture, but it is—it's just a moisturizing sunscreen as opposed to a moisturizer with sunscreen. I just like it because it gives like a velvety finish. It gives my skin a little bit of glow if I'm not planning to wear makeup. I feel like I go every second day without makeup, and then the other ones I just put it on for fun. And um, that sunscreen works either way and it never like balls up with all the extra skincare that I may or may not have put on underneath because I can. <laughs> I love it and I suppose that's a another good place for us to start with in terms of how your you feel your beauty regime has changed during quarantine. You mentioned obviously some days you're wearing makeup because of, of, of course that's also part of your work as well and some days you're not so how have you noticed the change in quarantine so far? When I have energy, I'm doing a lot more. So, like, I got vitamin C powder and put it in my um, body care. I've done that a few times now. It's actually so good. A bit of flushing in the chest from that, though, because my skin doesn't love it. But um, I just i am coming up with all kinds of, like, weird things to do. Not so much for my face because it can't take a lot, which I did learn the hard way early on. Um, <laughs> I was just like, oh, I'll do this and this and this. And my face was like, um, no, you won't. So, yeah, I'm doing more. But then in the evenings, sometimes I think just, like, stressing a bit more um I have less energy so I'm doing a bit less in the evenings um and I've had to like set up little stations around the house so that I can see a cleanser so that I do actually take off my makeup or sunscreen before bed you put for the product you're using for self-care you have mentioned the bioderma micellar water and some cotton pads on your nightstand and I think that's Definitely a habit that I think I should be employing as well because sometimes, particularly during quarantine, when maybe I'm not, when I know I'm not wearing makeup every day, I feel like the you can sometimes feel like the need to remove stuff from your face because you're not wearing something obviously that needs to be removed, like makeup. It can be hard yeah, to find the motivation sometimes. Definitely, I have trouble with that at the best of times. I think just like you know, balancing future reward with I don't feel like it right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, but sunscreen does need to obviously be cleansed off. And even if you're inside, like the air particles, pollution, that kind of thing. So, yeah, I'm trying to not. And the micellar by the bed is just kind of the, yeah, that's my like little bare minimum. I've got a moisturizer there as well. Um, so that, yeah, we've done something and not given in to that temptation. I did a live about like little self-care tricks with one of my um, friends who, you know, I, I guess I talked to a lot about my mental health and self-care and um, someone said they put a toothbrush there as well. Um, and I thought that was brilliant, like, because that had never occurred to me. And that way you're not going to bed without like brushing your teeth either. And I think in that live and also a post that you recently shared as well, 
I know even in the I personally felt it and it was reflected in the comments as well. Just that really important reminder that you shared that while we are talking about self-care a lot and particularly in the beauty sense, obviously everyone has their own interpretation, but sometimes self-care can be as simple and as basic as brushing your teeth, having a shower, washing your hair, taking your meds, all those kind of things. So I suppose I just wanted to say thank you for that really important reminder about us not getting carried away with self-care necessarily always being face masks and things like that. Oh, thank you. Um, It's hard, right? Because I do love trying new things and seeing what products are out there and doing a face mask and sitting down. But um, at the end of the day, there's lots of things you can do for yourself that are also free <laughs> that might not be as like Instagram friendly. But um, yeah, trying to, um, it, it's hard to balance the constant like influx of products. And I know what I do is kind of a part of that as well. So yeah, just trying to dial it back here and there because yeah I go days without like really feeling like doing much at all as well it's a nice reminder a nice feeling to know that and I wondered as well particularly as you mentioned just then obviously part of what you do in terms of the social stuff is trying products and reviewing products as well as a lot of education which I really love that you share how are you finding that expect uh, not necessary expectation I suppose but because it is part of what you do and then juggling all these feelings that we're all having of not wanting always wanting to do that how are you going with that I I started like a secret Instagram of what skincare I'm actually using um so that I've got like a little record of it I really have to listen to my skin sometimes you know when it's say it's retinol night or it's exfoliating night but your skin's a bit sensitive and you you just make that decision like oh no no we're not doing that we'll do it tomorrow it's kind of like a lot of that (laughs) um sometimes it's not my skin that's complaining it's like my head like I I don't have the presence of mind to take notes on a product's um, actions Uh, but you can I think I can do a bit of education as well when I'm not feeling up to um doing the most I can go all right well what are five masks I like let's talk about that instead and obviously, hopefully, when when you're in the mood for it, there is still some enjoyment in trying beauty products because obviously you do this because you love it and it's a passion for oh. you as well. Tell me about um, some of the new products that you are trying. Um, you've got on your list the Frank Body Enzyme Brightening Mask and the Drunk Elephant Hair Care Range, which I know are two products or collections that a lot of people are talking about at the minute. So I suppose tell me a bit more about your trials with those first impressions or what you're enjoying at the moment. Yes. So the Frank Mask, I don't know what I was expecting. I thought it would be maybe like more of a clay texture, but it's a sort of like a clear gel texture. And um, it definitely exfoliates and brightens. I was a little bit pink afterward, but I'm a little bit pink if I think about touching my face. So that's like, that is what it is. The mask is quite nice, though. I feel like it gently resurfaces and it draws a little bit of blood to the face to give it a bit of life. So I would use that as an exfoliating step a couple of times a week. And it has no perfume as well, which is nice because, I don't know, some skins can't take perfume. Mine uh, can't take a lot. I'm not really the most hype of hype girls either. So when I love something, I'll just be like, uh, it, yeah, it does what it says. It doesn't irritate my skin and I would use it again. And that's like high praise. <laughs> I need to get better at more like um, in language that says I'm really enjoying this, I think. No, I like that. I think it's that's ultimately the ultimate endorsement anyway, isn't it? Will you use it again? Will it make in your routine? If yes, then that says it all really. Yeah, I don't like reading things like, oh, this changed my skin because I I don't know, I'd like it to be a bit more research-backed than that when it comes to changing skin's behaviour. 
I'm such a skeptic. I do really like the drunk elephant hair care. And um, for me, it's like, I don't know as much about um, hair as I do about skin and um, I guess body systems. So I can just try that as like a consumer and see how it goes but I have trouble like getting my hair to not be frizzy and to actually shine and I feel like um the drunk elephant and then a little bit of the I've got another one that I wanted to sneak in um (laughs) the Goldwell just smooth hair serum if I just do drunk elephant shampoo conditioner um detangling spray and the Goldwell serum then I can air dry and I don't have frizz I have like soft waves so that's pretty special I think definitely uh as a fellow frizzy person myself you've definitely picked my interest with with those combinations It's exhausting. Like I, I look at it funny or I, I go to bed and it's nice and I wake up and I'm like a nest. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I think we worry about it more than other people do though. Like no one would notice or, or care. But we're like, oh, there's three hairs out of place. That frizz. Oh, definitely, definitely. On the topic of hair, the product that you've kind of completely rejected or just haven't reached for that you normally might is hot tools for your hair. So tell me a bit about that. Yeah, I guess I can't really be bothered styling my hair. I think like if I'm trying to take a photo of my skin or um, makeup or something, I kind of need it a bit out of my face anyway. So that's very convenient. I've been learning how to do a hair up style as well. So like... My friend Amelia, um, it's Amelia Singson on um, Instagram. She always wears this most beautiful, like polished, slick bun. And she did a tutorial for that. And um, I followed it. And now I can do a polished, slick bun. So, um, Amazing. you know, just working on styles that I guess the default would be you just do a GHD wave and then you go. But um, having time and thinking about you know, oh, maybe I'll use this to improve my hair's condition. Yeah, we're getting creative. The product that has been the ultimate mood booster for you, I love that you've said perfume because I've had a few interesting conversations with people and part of what people are learning and realising about beauty in quarantine is kind of discovering the products or rituals that they do for themselves versus the ones that they might do because they have to be out in the world, so for other people. So I love that for you, perfume really is playing a purpose in quarantine. So maybe you can tell me a bit more about that and also the fragrance that you're wearing at the moment. Yes. So I really feel like I have to start my day with the intention to have a structured day. Otherwise, I'll just like laze around until midday. (laughs) So um, the perfume is part of that. Um, If I've got something I'm a bit nervous about, like some work that – is a is a challenge for me or alive because I yeah get a little bit nervous when I have to do things live then I can put on perfume and feel like I have confidence just because I can smell it obviously no one else can except my partner I've been wearing um bubble bath from replica which is um a new one at Mecca Maxima and I'm also really curious like how my brain is going to feel about that perfume after the isolation is over because I I wanted you know how like you smell a perfume and you're like oh yeah I wore this on this day and that day was nice and people have their wedding scent that kind of thing so I'm like I wonder how my brain will go with this fragrance once I'm allowed to do stuff I think that's such an interesting point because 
I have found that I the perfumes that I'm reaching for are exactly as you said. I'm wearing them because they remind me of times previous. And I've definitely thought about, you know, when I when quarantine ends, I feel like I want a new perfume to kind of signify that next chapter. But I hadn't thought oh. about a perfume that reminds me of the current time. So I think I'll definitely have to check in with you after that to see whether it is a fragrance that you'll keep on wearing or it will be one that will be firmly fixed and reflected of the time that we're in now huh. yeah I, I turned everything into a science experiment um <laughs> I have been wearing um like my favorite one if I really need a bit of extra confidence but um that one I'm reaching for just every day because then it's it's part of the morning routine and it's done um yeah I will I will check back in about that um I don't particularly mind being at home all the time but I would really like to pay a stranger to make pancakes for me, like <laughs> just a little thing. You know? Do you enjoy yeah. cooking? Have, have you been cooking or baking no. this time? <laughs> no, I um, I I don't want to say is like because I have ADHD. I don't want to say it's because my brain like I just can't follow a recipe I don't want to like blame it because like obviously you need to feed yourself but I, I just really hate trying recipes once I've done it I'm fine but it feels like a lot of mental energy to get around one I have done a couple but not like I'm seeing on Instagram where people are like baking sourdoughs and culturing <laughs> I good I'm happy for them like I'm not yeah it's just it's just not for me I like I eating good food <laughs> I'm the same that's the best part and if someone else yeah. makes it for you, even better. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, <laughs> as you mentioned, your approach to beauty is very much science-led from your background. Have mm. there been, and for a lot of people, particularly if you are interested in beauty, a lot of people are spending more time on Instagram sharing, consuming beauty content. Have you noticed any particular either misconceptions or I, yeah, I suppose general misconceptions that people are talking about at the moment that kind of set your alarm bells ringing a little bit, particularly in terms of beauty. I've seen people not wearing sunscreen because they're not leaving the house. Um, that, I mean, I can stay in my lane. I'm not going to like go to everyone's account and like shame them into wearing sunscreen. <laughs> I just um, would, would love for everyone to wear sunscreen all the time. Um, I've seen a bit of oh hyaluronic acid is bad for your skin long term your skin has hyaluronic acid in it so um I don't, I don't know about that one the hyaluronic acid is the one that's been getting me a lot lately on a less scientific note I've been enjoying like, like Amy Clark wrote this article for Mamma Mia about just like isolation reality with like photos people sent in of like their home that was a bit messy and their hair that was in, yeah, your isolation bun um, <laughs> that I'm wearing right now and no makeup and the nails chipped and stuff. Um, and I think, you know, for me, that's probably every weekend, um, at least one day as well. So it's kind of been nice to see that being normalized um, instead of like the Instagram version of at home, which is like um, sheer foundation and a bit of blush and some bronze, you know, like sometimes you just don't feel like it. It's definitely breaking. I don't know whether it's breaking down barriers, but it's definitely like exposing, like if you if you live a life online that doesn't necessarily reflect the real life, that's absolutely your choice, whatever. But it's it's hard to maintain in these times as well. So we are very much getting the true 
glimpses at what people's lives are actually like, which, like you said, I'm also enjoying because it feels much more reflective of the reality that we're all in. Yeah, I'm really here for it. Like, I feel a lot more um, community. I feel like some people that usually behave more polished on Instagram are becoming a little bit more relatable. Um, yeah, which, I mean, if, if polished is your vibe, there's totally like a lot of people love that too, um, but it can be a bit much at the moment. I don't know. That's that's just me. I'm not shaming anyone either. Like, just live your life. I can mute it if I don't want to see it. It's fine. <laughs> in terms of a product that you have rediscovered in this time, for you, it is the Kevin Aquan Glass Glow Face. So, tell me a bit about what that is and why you've been enjoying rediscovering it. Yeah. So, Glass Glow Face is it's like a gel highlighter so it gives like a really wet look to skin this is pretty niche I think um not a lot of people are uh, photographing their face wanting it to look wet um at the moment but um it's also a beautiful primer um that gives yeah like a dewy skin look as well so you can get your um tinted moisturizer to give you a little bit more glow as well so it's just like something that you can do if you need a little bit of a lift or you want your skin to be just like that next level so for me I'm finding like <laughs> the thing with Instagram is you, like your eyes drawn to areas that are contrasty right and it's got a white background so I feel like if something leaps off the page like a wet look skin then um it's more eye-catching for the format and again that's a bit of a niche uh, thing to think about but um it's it. just a beautiful highlighter that you can get in Australia unlike that Glossier one featured you similar effect though I think the Kevin is a little bit more um I like the texture more well just while we're talking about Glossier just out of interest do you have Glossier products that you love because it's it's a selfish question because I recently tried my first Glossier products when my uh, boyfriend went to America and I had really mixed feelings about it I know that we've spoken about um cloud paint because I joked that I was Uh, finding it really hard to get enough product, not too much. And I said, you probably have to have a science degree. And I love that you commented and said, no, even that doesn't help because obviously you do have one. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Somehow I got that uh, degree. Yep. Um, (laughs) No, I do find the cloud paints a little bit fiddly and I don't tend to reach for them at all. It's just not a format for me and I'm not a, a finger blender for my cheek product it always looks patchy when I do that um I'm just not that talented with my fingers and makeup I guess what do I love from Glossier I like the mascara a lot it's like it doesn't give you any volume it just like blackens your lashes defines them and doesn't smudge very much what else do I reach for from them oh the concealer um 10 out of 10 like my top three concealers would be Glossier and Milk Makeup and then the new Kosas one um so Lisa Kosas you can get here (laughs) I like them quite moisturizing so that they don't give me like a cakey dry looking under eye yeah no that's true and that's true and it also to be fair it's hard for any brand when there is such an enormous hype around the brand and the products that there is all like a makeup product can only do so much it's not gonna you know yeah change your life or solve bring world peace so I think my expectations were probably sky high as well (laughs) it's very hyped and I think the fact that we can't get it makes us like want it a bit more <laughs> me anyway like they brought out a hand cream and um it's so cute I want it but I'm not paying like $50 to afford it 
mail forward it from the states like no not now is there anything that you've developed a bit of a newfound appreciation for whether it's something that you miss that you can't do in quarantine or that's kind of become a bigger part of quarantine because it's something you still can do I I really appreciate like when you spend a couple hours just like tidying your house and then you get to look at it and everything's done and you can just relax like I really enjoy just having a good weekend afternoon where I tidy so um I don't know it doesn't feel like a chore anymore it just feels like beautifying my space which is a little bit like woo-woo but um yeah that's on my yeah, this afternoon actually as well so satisfying yeah me too um we got a new couch um just because we were sick of our old couch like destroying our backs and oh, oh it's everything I thought it would be <laughs> We're getting to the final two products on your list, which uh, are the one that you, the product or the treatment that you are missing most. Um, so for you, it is microneedling and radio. Yeah, I had microneedling once before. So you go into the clinic and they make sure your skin's really clean and then they yeah, stamp it with a needle and um, it over time like makes it more plump and also helps with texture because I have a little bit of like acne scarring um, texture sort of around my jawline where we all get the um, breakouts and I really loved microneedling for it and we were going to do some um, I see Amelia at Skin Depth in um, Balaclava in Melbourne and um, we were going to do some microneedling with radio frequency because apparently that gives better results she's the expert with the treatments and I was really looking forward to doing that over the winter when the sun's not so bad but um you know it's not I've got my whole life to do treatments so it would be nice though (laughs) yeah obviously it's definitely not the end of the world but it is it is an annoyance and particularly like you said you think about all those things that require regular kind of top-ups like laser if a lot of people do that over winter and things like that that just aren't possible at the moment yeah I was lucky I had um I had some Fraxel on the lowest setting like two weeks before we got put into isolation so um I had inside time for it to heal and I have the results of that but that was for more like pigmentation and it doesn't it doesn't help so much with texture um the way we did it that was fantastic but yeah I'd really love to get in and get more painful things done to my face (laughs) And I suppose that's another good question as well in this time where we are going out less and we are in our homes in quarantine. And I know you've touched on this a bit before in, in posts that you've shared. Are there any skincare ingredients? I'm thinking things like retinol and things like that, that this is actually a good time for people to try if they haven't already or if you wouldn't recommend that? I think starting slowly on a retinol if you haven't um, got one in your regimen already is a fantastic idea because... Well, if you have any effects from it, then you're able to, I guess, look into it more and see how it's going, like ease in. I think the temptation is to go really hard with it because you're at home and it's something to do, like um, using three masks in one day. Probably don't do that. (laughs) I feel like I I don't want to be overstimulating my skin. I do want to keep it simple. But um easing into one challenging ingredient over a few months is yeah that's a great goal I think yeah I just I love retinol it's fantastic (laughs) 
And for a beginner who hasn't necessarily used any active ingredients, what would be the one, and they do want to start, what would be the one that you would say is the the best one to go for? I really love the drunk elephant one. I started it with like a pea size only once a week and I did that for months, like more than three months, um, just so that I could keep an eye on it. And um, it, it did change the texture of my skin over like three to six months, not... Um, not a couple of weeks, unfortunately. Um, I wish. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I love the Drunk Elephant one. Uh, I'm using the Medicate Crystal Retinal 6 at the moment, um, and it's retinal with an A because the active is retinaldehyde. It's a little bit more, I guess, bioavailable for the skin to use than retinal. Um, it needs less conversion in the skin, which is a little bit um, involved. But um, I found... No more irritation than the retinol, but um, the results are a little bit quicker and there's more of them. So that's what I'm loving. And that one comes in a, it comes in like one, six and 10. I think there's another strength, like two as well. So you can even work your way up through those. So yeah, Medicaid retinol is a good place to start as well. Um, if you're in a bit of a hurry but you don't want to stress your skin out either and what do you find the results of using retinol on your skin are like what does it what does it do? yeah what does it do thing, isn't it um so i guess the visible results are it can help with pigment because it does speed up the way um your skin turns over um it can help with texture so um fine lines and pore size as well and then just elasticity so um you know I'm 32 so um just just keeping it looking like my skin looks better now than it did when I was 29 just because I've started using um retinols so it just like puts a bit of a pause on the whole time thing <laughs> in terms of, in terms of keeping yourself entertained during quarantine are there any particular good things you were rec- you would recommend that you've been listening to or watching or reading um, so if I'm having a rough day, I watch my favourite movie, which is um, Burlesque with Cher and Christina Aguilera. It's just a good time. So I've watched it about four Great times. Movie. So good. Like the makeup looks, I can't. So good. Um, and then um, I love RuPaul's Drag Race. So on every Saturday, I like get some makeup out, sit down, watch Drag Race and just like do my makeup. So that's been fun. Um, we... Just finished watching Ozark on Netflix as well. And it was fun because it sort of draws you in. So that's nice. And you're really entertained rather than like something where you scroll your phone and you don't miss a beat. And then we've been rewatching Community as well, just for something lighthearted, I guess. So many good recommendations across a few different categories there. I love it. <laughs> what have you been watching and listening to? So many podcasts still. Mm-hmm. Shameless, The Hilo, After Work Drinks, Glow Journal. So many good ones. And I walking has been my exercise uh, these past few times. So I really look forward to them as an opportunity and incentive as well so I can listen to the podcast oh, while I walk, which is good. do that. Um, I really like mm-hmm. the All Bases Covered podcast as well. Have you listened? Yeah. That's so fun. They're doing so well. Like, I'm so happy for them. I am chatting to the girls for an episode of Beauty Isolation as well. So, yeah, I love all the the way they break down beauty news and all the new products as well. So, yeah, that's another great one that I forgot. And, to of then. course, yours. I can't wait to hear the rest of this series, like, anyway. I'm so excited you got them Thank on. You, Yay. Yeah. And watching, I am back into Killing Eve, Afterlife on Netflix, and then 
a lot of comfort rewatching, like you mentioned with community, with things like Gavin and Stacey and even Friends, just for a really easy, like switch off familiar watch, which sometimes we need, I think. Um, I understand it's because when your brain, no, I have to nerd out on everything, don't I? Um, <laughs> your brain <laughs> knows what's going to happen. So it's calming. Yes, it's a sense of control that we don't have in any other <laughs> area of our lives at the minute. That's such a, it makes total sense. I love that. Oh, any, any time. I feel smarter already. <laughs> I'm watching Friends because it's because my brain needs it. Yeah, can't argue with that. <laughs> <laughs> the final product on your list is the one that's not necessarily glamorous, but you would kind of trust with your life. And I love for you that is a brow lamination and tint, which I know you did a video on as well. But for people who don't know what brow lamination is, maybe you could explain that a bit and then talk about why it's made it on your list in this category as well. Yes. I had my brows. It's like a perm for your eyebrows. So like a lash lift for your eyebrows Um, and you perm them in place. And um, I had it done in November at a salon and loved it. I can't quite uh, get my eyebrows looking as snatched as they did, but um. I got a kit on eBay, you know, <laughs> as you do. And yeah, you can perm them yourself. So it kind of like, because I don't have much brow. Um, I overpluck them in, you know, 2001, like everyone else. And by brushing them up and perming them there, you just get a bit more volume. Um, and then if you tint them, then you catch all the little blonde hairs underneath. Because like even in my eyebrows, there are like little blonde hairs. So I, I get a lot more eyebrow um than I, than I normally would and then it feels like my face is put together with yeah like minimal effort um and I think that helps just let you feel like you're a little bit polished without doing anything day to day what will be the first thing that you will do and it doesn't have to be beauty related when normal whatever normal means by the end of this uh routine resumes um I said I just really want to go and go for a hike you know like go somewhere in nature that's far from my house that I probably shouldn't be going to at the moment and just like sit outside I think you know when you like hike and then you're over it so you sit down for a little bit that part and obviously skin yeah just to be in open fresh air yeah amazing um I just I'm looking out the window now like (sighs) it's okay We'll go for a walk. <laughs> One day. Finally, I suppose we've kind of touched on it a bit with some of the topics that we've covered already, but how would you say, if at all, your attitude towards beauty has changed since quarantine? We talked about discovering whether we do things for ourselves or for others, or also realizing the things, the beauty things that we get true enjoyment out of. Have you noticed a shift or how do you think your attitude has changed? Yes, I have been putting on makeup like just for fun and experimenting more so I feel like I'm almost more creative in that way than you know when you're just going through the motions and I've loved also on the other hand seeing us do less and be more comfortable with ourselves having not done anything so yeah it's that that balance like you said about having those moments where you want to be fully creative and play with makeup and then also being totally okay with not touching at all for a day or, or a few days I love yes. that um I guess that's what I love about beauty is that you I feel like it's just this connection to yourself it, it's the link between like who you are and what everyone else sees so um yeah just like exploring that on that beautiful note is 
exactly what it is. It's about exploration. It's about creativity. And it's about just doing what feels good as well, not subscribing to any rules or expectations, just doing what you want and doing what you can, I think. Yeah. You don't have to do the most just because you're at home. A lot of people aren't at home as well. So using it to take care of yourself. Hannah, thank you so much for talking me through your beauty recommendations and products and tips and advice today. I feel like I have learned a lot as I do anytime you share content and tips. But thank you so much. It's thank so you. Fun. I'm so excited to see the series and like what you've created. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Beauty Isolation with the lovely Hannah English. You can find where to follow her and all the products and links she spoke about in today's episode in the show notes. A reminder that if you enjoyed this episode to please recommend to a friend and subscribe, rate and review if you haven't already. As an independent podcast, those things really help me to reach more people and keep on making it for you. In the meantime, if you fancy chatting more beauty, you can find me on Instagram at Beauty Island Podcast or my personal beauty account at Brittany Beauty BTS, where I regularly share products I'm loving and talk about all aspects of beauty culture. Or sign up to my regular beauty newsletter called It's a Beauty for thoughts and recommendations in my beauty column straight to your inbox. Thank you so much. And until next time, bye bye.